Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, where we will take a deep dive into the NCFFL in all its glory, providing you, the GMs, the fans, hot takes and predictions sure to stir up controversy all along the fantasy football season. My name is Joe Norton, and along for the ride is Jared Campbell. Let's go! All right, welcome in to this week's episode of the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. Glad y'all can join us. I got my boy, Jared. He's back from across the pond. I'm How back. How you doing, bud? He's here. He's here. I missed you guys. I missed you guys. I'm feeling good, though. You went to, went to Italy for about four days, kind of get away from things for a little bit, and then... Shot on up to, to England to catch the Panthers game and catching that W in old Tottenham's stadium. How but, was that? Uh, it was cool. It was cool. I would imagine it's probably like what a uh, like a Super Bowl environment would feel like. Just because really? I've, I've not the product on the field, but the just the energy and it was just. I mean, the place was completely full, sold out. It was about sixty thousand plus, Damn. but. I mean, what maybe thirty to forty percent of them were actually Panthers and Bucks fans. The rest were just any NFL fans. So you would see like Philip Rivers jerseys, um, other random teams like AJ Green jerseys. I don't really know if there's any Bengals fans actually in the U.S., but <laughs> much less over in England. But it, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, well, I wanted to ask you, is, is like, how are the fans? Like, did you encounter any hooligans while you were out there? Uh, not soccer peeps. So we went. So my when we went to my wife's family is kind of they're about an hour and a half um, northeast of London, um, and so we took the train in to London, just she and I, on uh, Sunday. And on the on the train in, we were like, I'm seeing all these like. I'm seeing like Bucks fans around. I'm like, damn, people traveled here. And then they start talking and they're like, have like British accents. So I'm like wondering like, how did this dude become a Bucks fan over in like Ipswich, England? Um, so I don't know, but they were, I mean, they were, they were a lot of fun. I mean, they just drink and watch football and that's it. So, but they all have like the same outfit though. They all wear jerseys and then they wear hoodies underneath the jerseys. Was it that cold? I mean, it was it was mid yeah. I mean, it was mid fifties and cloudy, um, so it was it was pretty chilly. Um, inside the stadium was it would kind of get some gusts of wind, so I was I was I was I was, I was a little chilly. wasn't used to it yet, but uh, wow! But it was cool. It was it was a lot of fun. The trip was a lot of fun. This was uh, I mean, we travel typically. But this was the first time the our my in laws went with us because it's my mother in law's. She was born in England, and so it's her side of the family. So that's where we kind of tackled all this stuff with one um, kind of trip. But I and I kind of it, it reminds me of kind of how maybe you would be, Joe. But my my father in law was full on blown American over there, like complained about the coffee over in Italy because it was like over, like served it like as an espresso in a shot glass yeah. and it wasn't like the classic like give me three cups and just keep refilling. 
Every time he saw a Burger King or a McDonald's, he commented on it. I'm like, I don't even eat Burger King or McDonald's in the States. I'm not going to eat it over here. And the one time we did stop at McDonald's to get their coffee, it was pretty good. But they didn't have like the hash browns and biscuits and gravy. They all had croissants and stuff over there. And um, blood sausage. Yeah. And we, when, we, when we got into England, he asked if they take American dollars. I'm like, no. <laughs> and then he asked, Well, he, everybody takes American dollars. We're the damn best. Exactly. Then it's that same mindset. I'm like, geez. And then he, he asked if the EPL only consisted of teams in England. Uh, yes, the English Boston, Premier League. The English. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and it obviously had a, he's, he, he had a strong opinion on Brexit, even though he didn't fully know the details about it. Sounds like a great guy. Yeah, you you would get along with him. So it was it was it was fun. It was fun, but he was uh it was it was a good time. It was a good trip. But um, um Brooks, I listened to the podcast when I got back. I didn't listen to him over there, and and you and Brooks tackled everything well and uh, did did good. But I'm I'm glad to be back. Well, I you know I'm a lot happier now that you're back because since your departure, I've I've lost two games in a row. Oh. Uh, not feeling good about that, so I'm glad that you're back. Give me a little bit more juju. Also, now that slips off the podcast, I do have a little bit to gripe with him about. When he came on, you know, first time, he starts ripping into you and I because we do an interview with someone and the podcast runs to like an hour and 20 minutes. And the, basically the first thing he said while being co-host is, you know, we got to do something about this time aspect of the podcast are running too long well sure as shit as he's you know subbing in for you the two podcasts that we do um they run like an hour and 10 hour and 30 minutes so he's got no room to talk i called him out on that i said you're the first podcast you do and it's the longest one of the year he's like (laughs) he's like man i had like a few ipas and you just start talking and it just starts flowing and before you know it it's been like an hour or so yeah he's just vomiting from his mouth so. so Well, now he knows. Well, I know we're happy that you're back. I do want to say thank you to Brooks for filling in. I do think he did a great job there, and I'm sure everyone else enjoyed it as well. But uh, what do you say we get this show started, eh? Let's do it. All right, man, let's go. It's time for the weekly rapid fire recap. All right, welcome into this week's rapid fire recap segment, week seven look back. Um, Jared, get us started, buddy. All right, first up, we have uh, let's go with uh, Chaz and Pittman. 19. No, not the amount of combined donuts these two could eat, but rather the blown lead by Pittman (laughs) heading into Monday night. He's up 19 with the player, but Chaz has the best fantasy player value-wise ever in the history of forever. With the Patriots just going. But it could have been worse, I will say. Like, even if the Jets had scored a touchdown and then Chaz would have lost 12 points – he still would have won by one. Can you imagine like a garbage touchdown by the Jets and then oh. Pittman still would have lost? 
Um, he left some points on the bench with Marvin Jones, but I don't even Quite know. Quite a bit of points on the bench yeah. between him and Ebram. Yeah, but I don't, I'll kind of look at those things, and I don't know if you could have played him. I guess you could probably play Marvin Jones over Tariq Cohen. Um, yeah. But he came up a little short. Pittman is, not Tariq Cohen. <laughs> unless, oh. you're the, unless you're the Saints. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All righty, I had Sherlock Mahomes moving on to a five and two record versus watch what you Saquon down to a four and three, and uh, actually Rusty ends up winning this one one fifty one point eighty four to one thirty five, giving Brian his second loss. You know it's an, an underperforming Patrick Mahomes. And he might be out three to four weeks, although he was on the practice field, I do believe, today. Tyreek Hill scorn, which is showing sign. That's a good sign for him. But, you know, um, he's carried by his two running backs, Austin Eckler and, and Sony Michelle, scoring, 20, scoring in the 20s. Two, di- two tight ends, Hooper and Henry, both scoring 12-plus points. You know, just despite outperforming their projection, it wasn't enough to knock off Rusty, who led his team by it was Waller at or last week, and now Waller sitting on in your uh, on your squad. So, congrats to you! But yeah. he did just post a twenty-eight point, so hopefully he can continue that going. Uh, but between that and the Rams' defense scoring twenty plus, you know, consistency was the name of the game for this guy. You know, eight guys scoring over their projected. Uh, over double digits, or excuse me, over their double digits. And so Rusty moves into third place in the NCFFL based on record and points, and Brian remains top to the second. So um, these are two formidable squads here in the league. Yeah. All right, next up we have Jared versus Brad, 40. No, not what Joe's old tenants would drink on the porch. <laughs> but, but rather the point difference between quarterback, kicker, and defense, just like I drew it up. The skill positions were fairly mediocre. They about evened out. Plus, I caught some fortune with Carrion and Thielen uh, getting hurt there in the, the first quarter, even though Thielen did kind of score. But I don't think either one of them would have uh, made up the 41-point beatdown that I put down on them. So that was mm-hmm. a, a much-needed win for me. It was a big win. It was a, a, an upset. So I'll take it. Um, it, was, it was kind of getting there three and four, both of us tied, and we'll see what how it plays out. All righty. Well, I had two girly, one cup, dropping to a four and three record versus turn your head in golf, rising up to two and five. And 98 points is all it took to beat my 58 point squad. And Jared, the most exciting part of this matchup was the bet that uh, that Slip and I had in the aftermath of the Arizona Cardinals and the Twitter handle and why David Johnson played three snaps, and then sat down. Because the only reason that DJ was in my lineup is because they said that he was healthy and that he was going to play. And sure as shit, they played him three snaps, and then he sat the rest of the game. And Matt Berry had an epic rant about this. I'm not sure. Did you hear this thing? Did you hear this rant? I did. It was was good. It wasn't even so much about the actual – not playing David Johnson, but as opposed to he got trolled by like the Arizona Cardinals um, 
handle or whatever saying, hey, everybody should have played. You should have known. <laughs> yeah, and here, here's the thing. The only people that know about Arizona Cardinals players is fantasy football players. Exactly. It's not like their team's any good. So, yeah, of course we would have played um, what's-his-name, Edmonds, if he was in the freaking game or if he was going to play, but he wasn't. And how do you play a guy? And then the freaking coach says, well, David Johnson was going to be in there for an emergency role. Then why the fuck do you play him the first three snaps of the game and risk an injury on the guy? You don't do that. You don't play him three snaps, risking an injury, and then after the fact say he was in there for an emergency role? It's just pure shenanigans. It's absolutely garbage. Anyways, pisses me off. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. If, if you would have known, if you would have known, you would have subbed David Johnson out and put Edmonds in and would have only lost by 12. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> so here's the synopsis, right? So Sip, Slip's best player is Josh Lambeau, 13 points. <laughs> um, I had eight players, yep, eight players combined for 32.46 points, which you know barely surpass, surpasses Jared Goff's 38 points. Slip substitutes in on the hot routes the last two weeks, and he sends off a, a little bit of his juju wash on me and curse me. And now I picked the wrong bench players because prior to the game starting, um, I had my boy, Golden Tate, the real Golden Tate, if you listen to last week's podcast, um, in the lineup. And I swapped him out for Monk, uh, not Montgomery, but for, um, what the hell's the name? Fitzgerald. And I was like, you know what? I just think Fitzgerald's going to go nuts here. And it's the case of the slips. Pick the wrong guy. Anyways, if I put those two guys in, my bench put up 89 points, and I win easily. But if it's an, if some butts were candy and nuts, man, I'd yeah. be five and two right now. And whatever. Anyways, I lose, but I did win the bet. That's and all that matters. All the use that know the bet was his receivers, whoever he decided to put on the starting lineup would score less than 25 points. And they scored 23.6 points between Thomas, Michael Gallup, and Will Fuller. Missing that mark by 1.4 points. And it wasn't even really close. I mean, he was lucky with Thomas scoring 17.6. I mean, that thing was in the bag. Well, well. All right, so the last one we have is Mike versus John. Zero. No, not just the amount of championships that John has, but also there was zero doubt that John would pull this out after Rogers' 1 p.m. performance. Six touchdowns by Rogers plus Dalvin's performance combined for 75 points. Ooh, yeah, that would have easily beat you, Joey, just those two guys. So, yep. I don't know. But John gets the win, and Mike scores enough to stay in the wild card picture. Mm. Good stuff. Well, that was the week seven edition of the Rapid Fire Recap. We'll see you next week, boys. It's time to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. All right, welcome into this week eight edition of the good, the bad, the ugly segment. Jared, get us going, bud. 
All right, so my good is going to be, let's get divisional, divisional. divisional. So, yeah, that's stuck in everybody's head now. So, I remember it was either like, what, the first session or second session, we were kind of looking at the, the breakdown of the league, and we're like, oh, it's kind of unbalanced. Well, it doesn't look that way anymore, so it's kind of starting to balance out a little bit. The division is starting to get a little more chaotic. Um, and as it stands, I know three things. One, Chaz is probably safe. He's up over yeah. 100 points on the next guy and is up three games in his division. So yeah, he's, he's safe. So he's probably going to be making the playoffs. Pittman has some work to do. He's about 75 points back from the sixth spot, and he's three games back from finishing in the top two in his division. So he's got a lot of work to do. So I think he just made that trade with you, and hopefully he's going to try to turn it around. Can Give me a little thought process behind that trade. So my thought was I wasn't too confident with Gurley and quite honestly Lockett wasn't performing to where I thought he was. And I wanted to shore up some more of my running back position because I, I, A, I didn't think Gurley was going to do it for me down the stretch and B, I wasn't confident with, um, with David Johnson. So I thought that I might have to give up a little bit with Lockett but with, with Godwin and with my little Cooper Cup, they've been so cons- more consistent than Lockett. If I could get someone like Kamara and, it, and if I can get someone like Melvin Gordon, who hasn't popped yet, but he's fresh. His legs are fresh. They're going to use him. He's going to catch balls. Uh, and once Kamara come back, comes back, he's going to perform. So – I, I do feel it was a very fair trade. I don't think anybody really won that one. I think that the players just needed a difference. You know, they need a new GM. Okay. And they needed to kind of restart. And so we'll see what happens here. Um, got some bad news earlier today that, you know, David Johnson might be hurt more than I think, which that wasn't a good sign, but I do have his backup, so that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but the trade, but we'll see I mean, what yeah. happens. I mean, with the trade, you went. What are your thoughts on it? I'd like to get Jared Barry's thoughts on that trade. I mean, I get, I mean, can you imagine though, if I would have told you two months ago that hey, going into week eight, you're going to have David Johnson, Alvin Kamara, and Melvin Gordon on your team? <laughs> You'd have been like, wow. You're I don't like, know. Yeah. I mean, sign the, me up. I mean, the, I'm, I mean, I'm nervous about Keenan Allen. I think the Chargers' offense they just got too many injuries, offensive line, and they're just kind of broken. Um, I don't know what's going on with Melvin Gordon. Um, he, it's pretty bad so far. I like the Kamara, especially if since you have Latavius Murray, you just need them to like Kamara to sit so you can play Murray. Or when Kamara comes back, it's going to be full on Kamara. So, and my other thought process was I have all three backups. So if Gurley goes down, I got Brown which he didn't do that great, but, I mean, I think he'll – I got him, and Pittman would rather have him. And then I have David Johnson's backup, and I got Kamara's backup. So, yeah. I mean, it could be – yeah. I mean, you solidified some backfields there to where it, it, could, it could work out. And, the, I mean, the wild card is going to be there, Melvin Gordon there. But, yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, and when you look at trades, sometimes if you try to decide who's the winner of a trade, you always want to first look at who's getting the best player in it. Um, 
I don't know how bad Kamara's injury is, so I would imagine he's probably the best player. But, I mean, Gurley scores a lot of touchdowns. Though. So, I mean, I know the yardage, the yardage hadn't been there, but he's been scoring a lot. So, yeah. can that stay? So, I don't know. I'm because, just happy people are trading. I mean, you're yeah. making trades. I made trades. It's about time this, this league finally starts saying, all right, we, I got to do something because I'm sitting at six, seven, eight. You know, five, six, seven, eight. You got to do something with your squad. Yeah. You got to change it up somehow and try to make your team better. So trade trade deadline is November 9th or something like that. So it's it's coming up. Yeah. So it's, it's coming up a quick. Couple, couple weeks, two two weeks, maybe two weeks away. November seventh, yeah. maybe or third. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's part of my good. The other part of the good is. There's five GMs right now that sit in between 847 and 875 points. So tight, those, tight. That week 12 and week 13 is going to be. There's going to be some fireworks going on. Looking at the records, looking where people stand in points, and this is. I can't wait for it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be. It's going to be a great time. Real great time. All right, my good. I'll be quick here. I had three goods, and I'm just going to run through them because this was just kind of outstanding here by these guys. So, Rodgers, you know, every single week it seems like there's a new MVP in the NFL, and Rodgers, I guess he would give it to him this week. 47.51 points, 429 yards, five touchdown passes, a touchdown run for himself, totaling six touchdowns. Are you kidding me? Uh, so, big win there for him. Daryl Waller, now your guy, 28 points, seven receptions, 126 yards, two tutties. Uh, that's awesome. So congratulations to you for having him because those targets are not going down. Uh, and then here we are again. It's freaking week seven going into week eight, and New England's defense decides to score 35 points again, which makes gives him, Chaz, another victory, four picks, Two fumble recoveries and its second shutout of the year. It's just an unstoppable force. Um, 35 points is just outstanding. And uh, it looks like he's on the New England defense is on their his bench right now. So we'll see if he continues to do that. I think it's the um, right play for this week. I mean, I, I mean, he, I mean, I get it. The Patriots have not. They have the best secondary going against Cleveland and Baker who can't read defenses. He would yeah. he would make Baker Mayfield look like a pigeon. But who knows? We'll see what happens. So, okay, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see or I mean you could also say, yeah, looking at that, so Patriots defense against Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry coming off a bye trying to prep or play Minnesota at home against Case Keenum. They don't – Wendell Smallwood, I think, is the only running back. And I don't <laughs> even know their wide receiver, Terry McLaurin. I mean, I don't know, man. It's on a Thursday, I don't know. Yeah. It could be it could be a great call. It could be a good call. Um, but, but yeah, it's uh, – they're number one right now in fantasy, the Patriots. It's, it's absurd. It's just nuts. He they are two points ahead of Lamar Jackson for points scored on the year. I never would have thought I saw the day for this. It's so crazy. They got to be the MVP of fantasy. Right? Oh, for sure. Anybody who has them, if they're losing, it's just they're, they're, the rest of their team's terrible. But um, I, I saw a stat where if 
the Patriots' offense never took the field in their games, the Patriots would be 3-3-1. Three, three and one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, that's absurd. That's stupid. So, but, but yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty good. Um, all right, my bad. My bad is 70. There have been 70 tight ends that have scored double digits this season. That's averaging about 10 tight ends a week that are hitting double digits in points. Guess how many of my tight ends have hit double digit points? Zero. Zero. My tight end position has combined, combined for 26.4 points this season. Total? Total. In seven (laughs) weeks, my tight end spot has combined for 26 points. I mean, that's embarrassing. So I tried to address that this week. I'm buying high on Darren Waller. Um, I don't like giving up Devontae Adams. I feel like he – I don't know when he's coming back. It could be any week. I saw today where he's a game-time decision, but he hasn't practiced yet. So I'm just kind of getting off that headache, trying to address the my tight end spot and moving forward kind of feel a little bit better there. Um, you get Robbie Anderson also, I, I feel like the – Although it didn't look like with Sam Darnold, I, I do feel like the, the Jets' schedule is getting a lot nicer coming up. And Robbie Anderson might be a uh, a, uh, a push to, to make the playoffs for me. So that's my, my bad is my, my tight end spot. Well, with Halloween coming up, you know, hopefully Darnold doesn't continue to see ghosts out there yeah. and starts throwing it to the right players. If he doesn't dress up as a ghostbuster, then he missed an opportunity. Oh, <laughs> that would be epic. He totally needs to do that. You know what? You should you should DM him on Twitter. Be like, bro, you want to nip this in the bud right now? You should dress up as Spangler from the Ghostbusters, and you will get just an epic applause from everybody yeah. around the league. Yeah, but also throw it to Robbie Anderson, and you'll get a bigger yeah, applause from me. Yeah. So, All right, my bad's going to be – I got two quick ones here. Marvin Jones sitting on Pittman's bench, which would have catapulted him to have another victory. Instead, he left 38.3 points on the bench. Um, So that blows. And then Slip's wide receivers, obviously. Slip wins the game, but Jesus Christ. You got three guys that can't score 25 points, and now you have to – you owe me a six-pack of your finest homebrew? Yum, yum for me. Nice. All right, so my ugly, I had this nice little paragraph written around about British women being ugly, and there was going to be this whole little thing. And then I saw Joe's performance in week seven. (laughs) I mean, scoring under 60 points in a half PPR, two flex league should be impossible. And yet I'm not surprised it happened to you. Not <laughs> so. I think there should be a rule proposal that if anybody ever scores under sixty, you, we should take a win away from them and move it over to a loss. <laughs> oh my God! What hurts the most, considering that we're going to have a uh, a fellow rascal flat yeah. singer come on later on. But what hurts the most is that my my bench players scores scored more than <laughs> they almost doubled my actual starters on the team that which is just absurd they're just wanting to earn a spot they just want they yeah just they're trying you know i got a i got a deep squad you know sometimes you have bad games as uh 
as this occurred uh, this week. And, you know, my other guys were like, hey, I need an opportunity here. Yeah. But I, I, the, the big one is the, the David Johnson thing. I mean, that that just blows. Yeah. And you, you can't uh, – That's that stuff kills me. And here's the other thing. I'm going to go on a quick rant here. So, David Montgomery, why the fuck are you a GM and a coach drafting a third-round running back after giving up Jordan Howard when you're going to run him seven times? You're going to run the ball, not even him, run the ball seven times the entire game. The least amount of rushes in the 100 years of Chicago Bears football, seven rushes. He had two rushing attempts the entire game. Two. How the fuck are you going to draft a guy third overall, or excuse me, in third round, and only rush him twice the entire game? Well, that, Two. That's what you get when you have Matt Nagy, a defensive-minded coach. He's not defensive-minded. <laughs> I know. That's the old joke. God. <laughs> Get the guy in there. He's your best play. He's your best runner. Get him Not in there. to mention, you got Mitch, I can't throw football, Trubisky, coming off of an injury with his left arm in a sling. You're going to throw it 50 times a game? What, what are you thinking? He can't see. If anyone's seeing ghosts, it's Mitch. It's not Sam Darnold. He can't even throw the ball. So you're going to rely on a guy coming off of an injury to throw it, to chuck it up 50 times and hope that you win a game instead of running the ball? It makes zero sense to me. I'm so perplexed at this Bears defense or this Bears team. It's just it's unbelievable. Give you Robbie, Sorry. I give you Robbie Anderson for David Montgomery. No, because I'm going to ride him out. Tyler Boyd. Or, no, uh, no. Because <laughs> You this said you point, wanted trades. You should have heard what Nagy said. In in his press conferences, uh, one of his press conferences this week, he goes, he he says, "quote I know we need to run the ball. I'm not stupid. Yes, you are stupid. You're not running the ball. It's week seven. You don't run the ball at all. You don't do anything good. You're you're not you're not allowed to make a Chicago Bear reference in Good, Bad, or Ugly anymore because you go on like a ten minute rant about it. And, and I know Pittman's like fast forward in, fast forward in." And stuff like that. And Chaz is probably just laughing because he loves it when you <laughs> complain and whine. So, I don't know. But, oh, but yeah, that's the, so that's, worth the ugly, though. Yeah, that's such the, a – That's, that's got to be lowest performance in the NCFFL it's, in a long time. Yeah, we, need, we need to have the commissioner stat department look that up for us. Um, it's the it's, – I, I looked it up. I didn't go back a lot of years, but I did look at it. It's by far the lowest in the two flex when, when we started two flexes. So – um, I did come across one season, but maybe like four years ago, where Pittman had like either two or three games where he was below sixty. So Jesus, that was yeah, that was pretty bad. But that's the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hey guys, I want to take a quick moment to talk about protection. No, not that kind of protection, but rather protection for your family, your home, your autos, or even your business. A local Farm Bureau insurance agent is there to make sure that what's most important to you is properly covered and at a low cost. Contact a Farm Bureau agent near you today and get a free insurance review. Shop local with Farm Bureau insurance. We 
you say we interview you? Uh, all right, yes, that's a uh, sometimes useful exercise. Please put your hand down. Go ahead. How much money do you make a year before taxes? Okay, I'm actually not comfortable answering that. Come on! We're doing the interview now, not you. Okay, here's a shout out of a can. Oprah, Barbara Walters, your wife. You gotta fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go! I think we're done here. Thank you. All right, welcome into the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. We are joined today by a special guest. Uh, this man is a true fan of Jeff Gordon. He lives in his celebrity brother's shadow. <laughs> he once weighed a staggering 275 pounds. <laughs> and finally, he was so scared facing Brad Pizel in a college baseball game that instead of a fastball, he threw him a changeup, getting him out, but proving to be less of a man. Welcome to the podcast, Mr. Brian Phillips. How you doing? What's up, everyone? Uh, all those statements you just said were completely false, but anyway. Uh, there's, some of them were kind of debatably <laughs> true. So, I mean, well, it's... it's We'll say they were loosely true instead of loosely false. <laughs> How about Dude, that? We'll, we'll agree there's on no that. way I touched 270 ever in my life. Uh, well, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We got a couple of questions to maybe fight, figure we'll that see. one out. We'll see. Um, well, what, what's uh, – so, so you've been traveling to Asheville. You got any more yep. trips? You guys are going to get my, my B, uh, not my A game tonight, but you know what? Play like a champion today. Like Luke, Lou Holt said, with his little stumbling uh, stutter, um, <laughs> he didn't have a stutter. He had like the like we like like this, and he talked like he had marbles. Yeah, in his mouth. like, like a champion today. <laughs> hey, but, he, was uh, one, he, first, was once, he was once a head coach at NC State. We lost him for like Ouch. half a year, right? Hmm. One yeah, season, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. one season. Then he went to Notre Dame. Yeah, well, so, hold on. I got I to gotta get into a relaxing mode, so bear with me a second. Um, pardon, the, pardon the smoke and pardon the wine. Mm. It's Cam Newton, YouTube TV, in case you guys haven't seen it. <laughs> Actually, I haven't. So, I haven't are, you, I'm do you have yourself a little cigar, or is it more like a, a Chaz Post blunt special? I mean, I can confirm not, nor deny, as a Post would say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we're talking about Cam. That's about to be Joey. He's about to be your quarterback. Wow, y'all. Need there it. is some. There is some a discussion out there. I highly doubt that, though. Here's here's what here's what the Chicago people are saying. They're saying one of two things are, poss- are possibly going to happen: either Brady's going to come there after this year, and or um, potentially Andrew Luck. Now I don't believe both of those, but Luck. that's what the Chicago. Yep, no out way. of retirement, no uh, roll way. to Chicago, zero chance. Hey, Andy Luck's designing buildings right now, like in I'm sure he is in the San Francisco area. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, he's loving life on his flip phone too. So, how you feeling about your squad right now? I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I'm I'm off to a good solid start here. I had a couple of tight uh, nail biters, um, but I'm liking my position. 
the top of the division, had a uh, five and two clip, a couple games up on the the pack. So, um, got a big game this week. Hoping my boys show up and we get back on that win streak. I mean, is it a must win this week? Looking at the your I mean, opponent's schedule, I mean, your opponent's roster. Yeah, I mean, catching old Michael on uh, without the Cowboys. Uh, your boy better win, or y'all better put out a uh, ETB for me. On <laughs> so I mean, there's there's no Zeke or Amari Cooper. So I mean, congratulations. I love my fellow. I love my fellow Tar Heel, but I appreciate this W and get him one more step closer to the wrong. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Um, well, you you do have one of the closest points for and points against. I mean, we're looking at only a six point difference there. So it does seem as though that five and two record is a little bit misleading, wouldn't you think? I'd I'd say my team's pretty consistent, you know. Like um, I just need to. I'm not gonna post like a 160 every week, but you know, 115, 120, and then uh, just gotta get my boy Patty uh, back out there. Don't know if you guys saw it. He's back at practicing after what like a week off. I mean, he's just a stud. I mean, what else do you guys want? But you don't you don't want him out there, right? You want him to go out mean, and nah, sit for can, a couple weeks. Yeah, you got, you got I don't Kirk know how Cousins. you guys let me pick up Kirk Cousins after just best quarterback in fantasy the past three weeks. But I appreciate it, fellas. Well, uh, I think the reason for that is he only does well at one o'clock games. Oh, he is a creature of habit. Anytime that he <laughs> plays in the spotlight, he has trash games. So we'll see what happens tomorrow night. I mean, he is facing Washington. <laughs> I like my um, So, I, I mean, I would think that you're going to have a decent game, but history would, uh, would, would say otherwise, that's for sure. Just give me three tutties again. I'm good with that. Wow, that's I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. Hey, give me three tutties. Hey, I'm so. I'm, it's going to be I'm, tough to do that without uh, Thielen throwing, you know, throwing the ball to Thielen, who has been ruled out as well. Um, Stefan and let's go. Oh, no, 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 Dalvin Cook. <laughs> um, so who who's gonna catch you in the division? Who are you most worried about sneaking up and catching you? Oh, I mean, it's gotta be just to. I think Brad no, has a solid nobody. squad, but I mean, honestly, nobody. But Brad has a solid squad. But I mean, when you see the horseshoe collector right behind you, you gotta be a little nervous, right? right. I mean, the guy just pulls it out of everywhere. I mean, well, you got three guys on your heels. I mean, there's yeah. three people: uh, Jared, John, Bradley. They're all sitting at three and four. Mike's on, you know, a, a decent run as well. He's back to two and five so it's a big game i mean i feel like it could put some more separation because obviously jared or john has to lose this week and um it's a must win then, for you you can't yeah. lose these games yeah i agree when when you're when you're the the by far just you should win you can't lose this one if you lose this one you're not making the playoffs are you guys trying to fucking jinx me right now <laughs> well i'm what playing i'm playing john so you know what that means Kirk cousins ain't gonna do anything Tomorrow night, and Dalvin Cook is going to run all over me. So, and I know nothing about winning games that you're supposed to win, as showed by my team's performance last week with 58 points. So, so who's who's your prediction of the teams making the playoffs? I mean, it'll be. I think it's going to be Chaz, me, um, 
I don't know, Big Guy. I think you might sneak in now that you made a little acquisition. I like I like that trade you did this week. Nice. I'm sure we'll get into it a little bit later, right? Or uh, earlier. Or earlier. <laughs> 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 so I got I got me, Chaz, um, Jared. I got Joey making it. And, uh, that's what I'd like to hear. And then um, dude, I'm going to go with a points person. So I got my boy Brooks sneaking in late with points. What do you think? Is that aggressive? Okay. And then you got one more. Who? Rusty? John? Yeah, John Rusty. Get, John no. getting left out. Okay. Johnny ain't making this year. Sorry, Johnny. Yeah. So based on that, you got – uh, four of the West Division guys making, and only two of the East, huh? Yeah. A three-three split, wow. which is ironic because when we drafted, I felt like everybody was like, "Oh shit, the East is going to be rough." But um, yeah, that's what everyone said. Yeah, it's kind of so. evened out. It's evened out more. Um, but yeah, so but yeah, what um, how, what's your plan week twelve? <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure, haven't made it that far in the schedule. Is, it look, is, that, is that a rough week for your boy? So uh, let me go through. I'll go through it for you real quick yeah, here. So read it off. Current, your current roster, and, you know, this may change. Kirk Cousins is on a bye. Tyreek Hill is on a bye. LaShawn McCoy is on a bye. Austin Eckler on a bye. Hunter Henry's on a bye. Patrick Mahomes on a bye. And that'll do it. So of the, I don't even know how many that is, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. You have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 guys on a bye. We'll make it work. I think you can, I think you can roster a team. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm looking at it now. I'll, I'll figure it out. I mean, you just got to take it week by week, boys, you know? Yeah. All right. All right. That's a, that's a tough one. Though. Who do All I right. play that? Who do I play that week? Brooks. So you're welcome, Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not a division game, right? So that's, yeah. that's, that's, a, that's a plus. That's right. Um, if you could trade any of your players, one player to another team, and it was a guaranteed approval, and it be like an actual realistic trade, right? who would it be? I would trade Austin Hooper for one of Rusty's running backs, so the top three. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know if that's uh, – Is that not a fair trade? I don't know. Fournette, Bell, or, or Barkley? Or Barkley. No, that's not a fair trade. Just one of them? Come on. <laughs> Jesus. Have you offered it to him? Yeah, kind of. Number one <laughs> – a, a number one tight end for like a top – 15 running back? Come on. And did he send back a middle finger? Nah, he's like, he's going to ride out. He, well, that's the thing. He needs a tight end now. You think you think old Greggy's going to get it done, Ron? No chance. <laughs> no, I, that's, I no did not chance. understand that trade. I didn't either. I mean, good for you, Jared. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't I, understand I, that trade I think, at all. I think Devontae's going to come back sooner than, than later, but I didn't want to deal with that headache. So, I mean, Adams, I don't yeah. think so. I mean, that trade was Devontae for Waller, right? And I got Pretty Robbie much. Anderson. Yeah, so you got Robbie. Yeah, is, but I mean, in the grand scheme of things, that was a trade, right? Yeah, I'm buying in. I, I know it looked bad, but I'm buying into that. The Jets' offense, well, the Jets' schedule is so great. I know. But I'm pissed though because I wish I'd. Looking back at it, I wish I'd instead of Robbie Anderson went for John Brown. 
But, yep. Oh well. Uh, all right. Well, whatever. Uh, we're probably we're probably we either talk about that earlier or talking about it later. So whatever. We'll, <laughs> we'll go from there. All right. So, how many championships you got? Uh, that'd be zero tournament champions, one regular season. But you you want the tournament championship? Yes, that's what you play for. You play to win the game, the whole shit, not the fucking <laughs> regular season. Paint the scene for what that celebration would look like. God, I mean, so it would probably be a Monday. It had to be a Monday night deal, right? Because Maybe, more than likely, you're gonna have a Monday night football game. Potentially, if you have the if players are there. I mean, hopefully, I'll be playing. I'll be watching it with my competition, probably in Charlotte, because other than Post, everyone is kind of in this area, right? God, that would be uh, that would actually be epic. Well, Pitt, now that I'm thinking about it, Pittman, but I don't we know gotta get yeah, but well, Pittman ain't gonna make it. <laughs> what would be epic is me and Post going at it in Charlotte. We might have to rent out uh a little establishment in downtown. Um, I think you guys might, club. yeah, you guys might know what that might be, and uh, <laughs> just get a full screen going, you know, and just making it rain. But you would have to, we would have to make it to where, if that ever was the case, you both would have to play one and four p.m. players only. Yeah, I'll be down for that. So that we would know who the winner is at the seven o'clock games. If that ever happens, you guys ever see like on Barstool Sports where they video their reactions when they're watching like a big game? We should. Yeah, do that. that would be awesome. We watch. should do that, right? Cool. I remember the one time, the one, the one, the one I won like ten years ago. You and I went out on a Monday night, and we bought like a bottle of champagne, like cheap champagne behind the bar, <laughs> <laughs> and we were like uh-huh. celebrating as the time like ticked down on Monday night. But wait, I didn't even have players in it. I just won, and so then we just celebrated. Man. So, Maybe but, I don't remember that. There's probably a reason why I don't remember that. Yeah, you're pretty you're, hammered. Yeah, you were 260 pounds. And remember, <laughs> I was I was trying to breathe. My bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you do make it to the championship, who who do you think you would be playing against? Based on what you know, halfway through the season, I mean, it's got to be post. I mean, I don't know if you guys know this. I think I've lost – well, yeah, even the rankings say that. My two losses are to Post and Rusty, who are right – what was that, one and three. So, I just don't see Rusty coming out of the West or out of that playoff, especially if he's matched up with Post. So, I'm going to take him down, take down the champ. Wee. Yeah. Well, all right. What – uh. You ready for some quick hitters, Joey? Oh, I got some. You ready to get on the hot seat, Is this hot seat time? Okay. It's hot seat, hot time. seat time. Is this you like ready? a quick think... answer thing, or am I just going to yeah. spit quick shoot from answers, the hip? Okay. Shoot from the hip, fire from it. Uh, I think we're going to go back and forth for a little bit. Is that correct, Jared? Yeah. All right, I'll start it off here. Miller Light or Bud Light? Miller. <laughs> you're, you're like the Chandler from Friends where no one knows what you do. What the hell is Victolic? <laughs> We lay the fucking pipe, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Country music or fat raps with a PH? Uh, Country. Best college weekend trip, App State or ECU? I used to love App State. God. (laughs) Why did we all, why did, I got a question for you. When I came up with this question, I would go, 
why did we always go in like November? <laughs> I, I, I think that's cause when uh, fall like the that's when we had a break from baseball, right? Like fall baseball, ball? probably. Okay. Yeah, we always went when it was cold as shit. We never went when it was like <laughs> nice foliage up there. We always went when it was like winter and frozen. I remember the uh, obviously the deuce, and I remember that cabin y'all lived in. Like it seemed like it was in fucking uh, middle of nowhere. nowhere. And they Brooks didn't pay was, for the heat to be on. Yeah, was, my man yeah, Brooks was in a dungeon in the bottom with no windows. We paid for the heat. <laughs> we just didn't want to turn it on because we were cheap. We were burning like garbage in the fireplace just ah. to keep warm. That's when, uh, I don't know if y'all remember, our former NCFFL league member Warren Jeffrey was a part of that trip and came up. Oh, uh, God. Remember that guy? Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. Rest in peace to Warren and the NCFFL. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll say that was an App State answer here. All right. My turn. All right. Summer Crisco or Haley Gunter circa 1999. So that would have been what grade would that have been? Like sophomore. 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 I mean, definitely Haley. <laughs> I don't remember what summer looks get... like anymore. I don't either. I feel like All summer right. probably had like that. Uh, kind of boyish like short terrible haircut and she probably would like i don't know she probably dominates you the bedroom like brooks might know <laughs> in your lifetime will you see an nc state championship no and i love it god <laughs> i mean i'm not even me a follow-up question i shouldn't even leave my kids down that path right jared because you know our house is kind of divided i mean it teaches them good character so, <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, I got a good one here. True or false? Vicky Hayslip once knocked on a car window of a GM while receiving knowledge. Uh, that would be a hundred percent true. Follow up. True or false? The date finished the job. That would be a false. I was interrupted, Vic. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> it was hilarious. She came up to the side window and it. Dude, she like approached very like cautiously, cautiously and I was like, <laughs> "What did you see, Vicky? Like, when can I bring that up to her? Never. No, well, uh, I don't know. 40. Yeah. 40. 40's a good. Yeah, 40's a good age. Forty at Ocean Isle Beach, huh? I think you should approach the Tom first and see what his response is, and then bring it up. Vicky. I feel more uncomfortable asking Tom than Vicky, I feel like. Be like half in the back and be like, hey, Vicky, you remember that time you knocked on that car window? Yeah. What exactly did you see? Yeah. <laughs> see what she said. That's what, that's, you, that's what you get when you got helicopter moms. Like, my mom called her to, like, see where I was. And I was in the freaking driveway. <laughs> Sorry for hey. not picking up my cell phone, Joan. Jesus. Jeez. Boy's trying to get some knowledge. <laughs> Next next leaguesman to have a baby. Oh God, it's probably Joe. <laughs> well, I guess, I, well, I guess that is true. That is I true, right? Is true. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. That was a dumb question. That was a dumb was question. Pretty easy. <laughs> all right, over under at your all time highest weight, two hundred and sixty pounds. Way under, boys. I don't know about way. way. <laughs> I don't know about way. Maybe under, but I don't know about way. I mean, your boy's a little beefy right now. I'm about two twenty, so. Right. Say I was about, but if you ask John, he's like 280 all day long. 
<laughs> I was looking at Johnny in some pictures this weekend, Johnny. You better watch out, boy. You're sliding a little bit on us. <laughs> <laughs> Best sporting event you've been to? Oh, God. Um, Panthers NFC Championship victory in the vault. Yeah, over the Cardinals. Yep. It there. rained beer. Philly got loose. Your boy won a grand, and we went to the Super Bowl. Boom. All right, now that Jeff Gordon is retired, who is your favorite NASCAR driver, if you have one, or do you even follow it? I think I'm like everybody else, and nobody follows NASCAR anymore. Dude, I saw a fucking commercial tonight with Joey Logano driving a John Deere tractor for a local John Deere, and that is the most fucking opposite oxymoron bullshit I've ever seen in my life. Joey Logano. I mean, I Didn't do... he grow up like rich as hell? Yeah. You think he could even turn that thing on? <laughs> no chance. That was, but that was John's boy, wasn't it? Uh, no, that was Denny Hamlin. Oh, I don't no. think anybody had. Nobody had Logano. Might probably, we were probably riches. Riches. <laughs> <Rich. laughs> <laughs> How did y'all not ask Brooks about any of those questions? Uh, speaking of Brooks, when when's, I, when's Brooks going to settle down? Uh, my man, I don't know. I feel like he's still in the game a little bit. I'm not, over, I'm not mad over, at him. Over under 2023. Mm. Four ticks away. I'm going to say under. That's going to be a hell of a destination. I'm telling you, his, his life's going to move quick like your boys did. So he better get that's, ready and that's gonna strap be, up. It's going to be a hell of a destination wedding, boys. Oh, my God. It better be. All right, I got two left for you. I don't know how many Jared's got, but mine are kind of back-to-back. Ready? All right, go. All right, Tin Roof or Tootsies? Tin Roof. And then what is your favorite honky-tonk? Oh, shit. Honestly, Tin Roof uh, downtown on Broadway is badass <sighs> now. That place is awesome, man. Yeah. Have you, there's one in Raleigh now, FYI, boys. It ain't the same. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. Johnson and Johnson or Gold Bond? Johnson and Johnson. I don't deal with the cold. I don't like the coldness and the little slight burn. Yeah, yeah. Who do you just most despise? <laughs> <laughs> Derek Anderson, <laughs> John Kitna, or or Garrett Hartley? Fucking John Kitna. That one's to this day just drives me crazy. That was one of the first years, and I, your boy would have won the freaking tournament. If it wasn't what? for a John Kitna uh, stat correction, right? Stat correction that overruled my my championship. Really? Yeah, yeah. dude. It was like one it of the was, first years. He. Uh, oh my god! Kitna got like sacked or something, and it was an incomplete pass. And then later they went and Brian won by like a point. And later they went back and ruled it a fumble lost and so he lost two points and he lost he either didn't make the playoffs or didn't move on to the playoffs i didn't make the playoffs so then of course of course i tracked where i would have gone and i would have won the whole fucking league i was pissed so fuck you john kitna wherever you are was it garrett hardly that missed the field goal yeah, no, no, no. It was, the, it was the old bastard for Garrett Hartley. Um, Morton, uh, Mortensen, no, somebody else. No. It wasn't Anderson. It wasn't. I want to I say thought Hartley was a saint. He was a saint, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a saint. 
was, and he put uh, he like pushed one and he lost it. Like, yeah, hardly. Like <laughs> it was a Monday night football. He's like a game winning game winning field goal and he missed it. <laughs> and Jerry was just laughing. He was like, "This is unbelievable." <laughs> if he makes, who the were field you playing? You were, were you playing, John? I don't remember. Probably. So if, he, yeah. if he makes the field goal, he wins the game, but he missed it and he lost. <laughs> Yeah, and then lost I've it. had three instances of that. So, and then what about what about Derek Anderson? Fuck him! He's incomplete pass right, incomplete pass left. <laughs> I can't believe I I had those guys on my roster. It's amazing. You've grown up actually quite a bit. I mean, <laughs> I remember Mahomes to Derek Anderson is quite the upgrade. Yeah, yeah. but I remember, man, I remember sitting in four one nine. We were eating Little Caesars on Sundays. <laughs> And we would go there, drive through Little Caesars, come back, and we watch the game. And this was before we were like buying Red Zone, and we were having to follow it during Yahoo Stat Tracker. <laughs> Every time, oh. and Brian would be looking at the. Did you have Derek Anderson on your team, or did you have Braylon Edwards? I don't remember. I just remember, yeah. It was one of those, but every time we looked at it, every play it read off. Derek Anderson, incomplete past. <laughs> <laughs> but the John Kitna one was crazy. Uh, just, so, let's, like Brooks has been mentioned in previous pods, I think it's your boy's year. I mean, everything's lined up. So, other than fucking my two go-to horses just going down, but uh, hopefully hopefully Tyreek's back for good now, and so is my boy Patty. I mean, getting five wins with Tyreek being sidelines pretty solid. So you can't yeah. Yeah. be mad there. Hey, in week two during the Panthers-Bucks games, you accuse you accuse the entire league of being bad Panthers fans and become Buck fans. <laughs> what were you drinking? Uh, everything. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. I'm not. Well, were you, at one point, were you I was, at the game? I was at the game. You know, we had a rain delay. I was double fisting, double bourbons, and had a IPA in the other hand with customers. So, How are you double fisting and an IPA? Um, big hands, yeah, big hands. I'm like here, hold right. this. So, <laughs> um, but hey, all right, my last one. It's a little bit of a longer one. Okay. Well, it's not really long, but it's just kind of some. Um, so this is a, a celebrity sighting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who who looks more like the celebrity? Brooks as Jason Bateman, or Joe? As Adam Thielen. <laughs> I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that one. I yet. thought you were going to say Joe as, or John as Adam Sandler. What about John as Adam Sandler? Can well, we those are my follow up, though. You're ruining it. <laughs> my bad. My bad. So, uh, I would go uh, Brooks as Bateman. He gets that a lot. Okay. So, Brooks as Bateman or John as Adam Sandler? John as Sandler. All right, John is Sandler or Brad is Stifler? Brad is Stifler. <laughs> so Brad is uh, Stifler's winning. All right. Brad is Stifler wins. So Brad is Stifler or Pittman is that kid from the Sandlot? <laughs> <laughs> There's the winner. God. And he was a fucking catcher. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so, Pitt, so Pittman, Pittman is the kid wins. from the Sandlot? Or, Pittman, is that based off of your like childhood? It might be. All right. So Pittman as the kid from the Sandlot or Brian circa 2010 as the lead singer from Rascal Flatts. Oh, <laughs> That's the winner. Oh, <laughs> God. I hate y'all. 
<laughs> what hurts the most <laughs> is being so right. God. So still, we've still all had better them. days, boys. I'm not, yeah, I'm gonna. I'll, I think the great, Hambino, the great ah, Hambino, the great Hambino, yeah, something like that. At least Pittman's winning at something. <laughs> God, I do not want to see that guy in a fucking romper though. Again, <laughs> again, oh, Jesus. But so, well, man, uh, we just want to say thanks for uh, joining us to this evening. We appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule, and. Uh, Hopefully, you know, we could, we'll see you, me and Jared, that is. We'll see you in the playoffs. Uh, best of luck to you and your Sherlock Mahomes squad. Hopefully you can get uh, some of those other guys healthy like Mahomes and uh, maybe D. Jackson comes back for you. So, But we just want to reach out and say thank you very much and I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for having me, guys. Enjoy this podcast and let's keep it rolling and keep pounding, boys. Yeah. Woo! Here comes the boom or bust. All right, welcome into the week eight edition or four, excuse me, boom or bust, where Jared and I are going to go through, give us, uh, give y'all the GMs who are boom and our bust is going to be for uh, week eight. I'm going to start us off here. I'm going to go with a boon, kind of obscure here, but I'm going to take Chaz's Derrick Henry. And Tennessee's going to continue to give him the rock uh, at home against Tampa Bay defense. With a better thrower of the football, Tannehill's got the start now. So he played last week was his first start. Uh, he's He has the ability to stretch the field a little bit more. And now that Mariota is, like, sitting on the bench, and I do think that Henry's going to rush for 122 too tutty. So I think he's going to be a boom for uh, for Chaz this week. Okay. He's uh, – Bucks defense is actually pretty good against the run, one of the best ones against the run. They're terrible against the pass, though. So we'll see. Um, my boom is going to be one of the big pickups of the week, Mr. Kenny Stills. Um, what? What? Yeah. So they just uh, Texas just lost Will Fuller and, and Brooks uh, gets the bid on. He actually this is the first time this is happening. Mean, actually, happened twice this week. But John and Brooks both bid the same amount of money on, on Kenny Stills, and Brooks got him because he had a higher waiver priority. So is that right? They both bid the. I think it was eighteen dollars or sixteen dollars or something like that. Wow! Um, look at that. Yeah. Stuff. So he they both bid the same. Kenny Stills is going to go for six and one ten and a touchdown. Wow! Is that something you think we're going to have to revisit? Because I mean the waiver. No. So that's the way it kind of goes. So like if people blind bid the same amount of money. Then if you go and look at the league standing where it has like the it still has the priority ranking, then it results to who has the so that's where like the waiver party comes into play for as a tiebreaker on a on the same amount of money. So does that continue to kind of roll throughout the the year as you pick up guys off waivers and stuff? Uh the yeah. priority? Okay. Yeah. Well it only it only changes when it actually gets applied. So Brooks Went, but whatever he was, he was ahead of John. 
but now he's back to ninth on the waiver. I got gotcha. And then it actually happened. I guess it happened to. Um, it looks like it happened twice this week. Yeah, um, Chaz and Pittman both bid zero dollars on Matt Stafford, and so Chaz got him because he had a higher waiver, and now Chaz is waiver priority ten. Oh, that's right. It did happen this week. So yeah. this had to be the first time ever, and it's happened twice. Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. So wow. That is but uh, but yeah, with all that said, Kenny Stills. He's going to be my boom. All righty. I'm going to go with my bust or yeah, my bust here. Uh, I'm going to go with Devonte Adams. If he, if he leaves him in there, it says, still says he's questionable at the moment here. Uh, I don't know if Rusty is going to continue to keep uh, him in the lineup or what, but my caveat is if he plays, he's going to be the boss. So Okay. I just don't believe that he's going to get involved enough to make a difference. I project him, you know, or excuse me, he's projected at 13.3 points right now. I say he totally underperforms. He scores less than 10 points if he plays. I just, he, I don't know if he's got a Liz Frank or a toe, turf toe, I think yeah, he's turf, got. Turf toe, yeah, in pra- and, yeah, practice uh, in like four weeks. So That's not an know. easy thing to come back with, especially when you're a number one receiver having to make the tough cuts. But, I mean, if they're going to send him on go routes and like maybe some curls or something, I guess he could accumulate some catches. But I just don't think he's going to do enough uh, to f- – for what Rusty needs. So I think he's going to score less than 10 points. So I got him as my boss. Yeah, I think he's uh, – that's been my fear. I was hopeful I'm, I would, to win the trade, I want him to miss this week. It would be ideal if he set out next week and then they have the bye week. That was my whole thing around it. And I hate giving up Adams, but it's uh, kind he of – He hasn't produced, though. I mean, if you look at it, I was actually he had surprised that. One, yeah. that I mean, he had surprised the, that he actually bid on that. I mean, if you look at it, if you look at his stats, right, so he goes week one, five points. Week two, 14, uh, no tutties. Uh, week three, seven. That sucked. And then week four was his blowout uh, week, but he had 23 points, no tutties, and nothing since. So he's got no touchdowns. So obviously he's going to score sometime this year, you would at least think. So that's going to kind of suck. But I, I – I think you're right. I don't know if he comes back for three more weeks until after the bye, and then maybe he puts it on people. So maybe this is a play that Rusty's like, you know what? I might not win now, but when I need it the most come playoff time, if I get there, Adams is going to be pretty legit. So, And that's the, that's the beauty of trades. I mean, that's yeah. my whole – my biggest thing with trades. If you're looking at you want to get rid of somebody and trade to somebody, look at the person's team and figure out what they need and what they want. Because I knew Rusty was in a position to where I felt like he was one of the few teams in the league that could actually stash somebody like Adams and didn't really need him. Where right. I'm on the opposite end, and I need to kind of win now. I need to try to kind of catch up a little bit. So waiting around on Adams ain't going to help me. So I felt like I had to. So I think it was maybe a win-win on both sides. Um, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but but yeah. So so all right. So your bus is Devontae Adams. Yeah, my bust is Jay Ajayi. <laughs> tell me more. Tell me more. Um, well, so so Brad picked up Jay Ajayi this week. Um, he got him. He stole him from. Uh, he bid eight dollars on him and stole him. Stole um, him. 
Yeah. So he, um, oh, oh, that's right. He's not on a team right now. So, yeah, I would imagine he's going to be a bust since he's actually not signed on a team. So maybe Brad knows something we don't know. I don't know. But Do you think I, Brad's got, like, a direct connection to, like, a Jaya's um, agent? Maybe. And he's like, hey, man, um, David Johnson's going down. They're going to sign him in Arizona. You might want to pick him up. Well, I don't think so. Because but, I mean, already, by the time already, the guy gets they signed to guys, <laughs> I know, they so just signed you, know guys. Is, you know it's not Arizona. So maybe maybe there's been talks about Detroit maybe trying to go after somebody. I don't know. But Oh, well, carry on down. That might not yeah, be a bad so. deal there. But, I mean, shit, by the time he gets into a team and learns, I mean, some of the plays, who knows the hell if he's game ready. He's definitely not game ready. Uh, I don't know. Uh, he said he's making cuts and stuff. But if I did do a real – bus of an actual guy who's supposed to be suiting up for an actual NFL team this week. My bus is actually going to be Ty Johnson, the newly acquired player in Detroit that Pittman picked up. Um, I don't know. I thought about, I had some bid money. I put some in on them, but I didn't want to bid too much just because I, they, for some reason, the Lions took two years to say, okay, Carrion's actually our best running back. Let's go ahead and make him the workhorse. So what do, what, why do we think that they, they're going to all of a sudden, you know what, Ty Johnson's going to be the workhorse. And so I just think it's going to be a running back by committee. Ty Johnson touches it 14 times for 52 yards, and that's it. I agree with this uh, just because if you look at the pass of Detroit, they never had a solid back. They finally ran into one with carry on my wayward son. And now he's gone. And my hope, the reason I didn't bid on this guy is I think 100% it's going to be RBBC. And my hope is that they start slinging it to Hawkinson a little bit more because he's been underutilized. Um, so I'm hoping that he sees some more targets, and I didn't want to have two Detroit guys. But 28 bucks that's quite the bid. If you got the cash, use it, I guess. But um, I, I'm 100% on board with this. I think he ends up being like an RB two and a half, maybe on the back end RB2. Um, if maybe, I just I don't, I don't see – I don't see the $28 worth of it, but we'll see what happens. So, anyways, that was Boom or Bust. Hey, guys. We all know someone that's stressed out about something, but stressing out about hair loss is a thing of the past, and I bet you thought there was never a real solution. Now there is, with Keeps. Keeps is the easiest way to keep your hair. Look, there's no magic cure for baldness, but by starting Keeps now, you can keep the hair you have and get your treatment without leaving your house. Get Keeps, the easiest way to keep your hair. Go to Keeps.com to learn more. Time for you make the call. Welcome into the week eight edition of You Make the Call. We're going to go through uh, some potential scenarios uh, 
Uh, if you're the GM, Mr. Jared, yeah, uh, who are you going to pick? And here we are. First up, we're going to look at Chaz's squad here. He's currently sitting at 7-0. and And, you know, DK Metcalf sitting on the bench there. You got DJ Moore starting. So who you got, DK Metcalf or DJ Moore? Chaz is a homer, so of course he's going to go with the Panther. He's going to go with the yeah. Panther every time. They got a tough matchup, though. This is going to be I'm, – I'm, as a Panther fan, I'm looking forward to this game to kind of find out if the Panthers are for real or not. Um, but I just I – don't, I don't know if DJ Moore is going to be able to get it done against that 49ers secondary, whereas on the opposite side, Atlanta is awful. They're giving Brutal. up just touchdowns left and right, this way and that way. So DK Metcalf might be a good play this week against that team. So I would probably lean DK Metcalf. I'm leaning DK as well. You got DJ Moore uh, traveling cross country against San Francisco. He's got a pretty solid secondary out there. DK Metcalf, like you said, uh, going against Atlanta, who's just a pure dumpster fire right now. Um, I think that he easily gets in the end zone um, and just outperforms DJ Moore. So if it were me, I'd go DK Metcalf as well. All right, moving along, you're going to be Bradley. Okay. Uh, let's do two quick ones for Brad because one's dependent upon if a guy starts, and that guy is going to be a Mr. Drew Brees. Uh, he's trending that direction. He did say he might. he plans on starting week eight. That can always change. But if if Drew if it's if Drew Brees is playing, do you play Brees or Wentz? And if he's not playing, let's move on to really the only other option we have with Brad's team, and that's going to be playing the Chargers at Chicago or the Colts at Denver. Uh, real quick, I would go Colts at home against Denver. Uh, I don't think the Chargers' defense is that good, and then. Yeah. I don't the, the Eagles' offense is broken. Going on the road against a stingy Buffalo defense might be kind of tough. So if Drew Brees is active and playing, I, you might have to gamble on Brees. Um, I think an interesting one is going to be just because he doesn't. Obviously, Ajayi is not an option, and, <laughs> but Thielen's been ruled out, so he's going to have yeah. to play. He's going to have to decide between either Sammy Watkins or Muhammad Sanu. Well, that's why I didn't put him in there. I mean, Thielen's gonna Thielen's out, so he's got to play either Watkins or Sanu. I don't know if you can play Sanu in that New England offense. I mean, it's it's not an easy offense to learn. I'm sure he's going to be on the field. He might run a couple go routes and maybe a fade fade pattern or some inside slants, but he's not going to be involved as as much as Watkins will be if Watkins is going to play. Yeah, you got I would Matt get, Moore throwing to him. Yeah, I mean, I would guess, you know, he's going to play Watkins, but who knows? You're going to have to make a decision there with Thielen being out. But yeah. in regards to Breeze, I think if Breeze is playing, you play Breeze. He, Wentz is at Buffalo. It's going to be a cold game. Not that Carson Wentz is not used to cold playing from, like, North Dakota State or something, but um, – I think you play Drew Brees there. He's just got more weapons to choose from. And I'm with you on Colts at versus Denver. I mean, that's an easy decision to me. Chicago's team offense looks like shit, but I think they're fine. They just had a closed door meeting, players only. I think they're gonna they're gonna do work against the the Chargers. Okay, I'm with you on that one. All right, you're gonna be rusty. Okay, going against me, no big deal. Um. And I did have two for him as well. So, 
Tom Brady versus the Browns or Russell Wilson versus the Falcons. I think it's a pretty easy one there. Yeah, Russell Wilson is the right play. Yeah. Or Devontae Adams or John Brown. I think a more difficult one based on injury. I think, I mean, Josh Allen's going to be feeding John John Brown. So Josh Allen's going to be killing it. So I think you got to get John Brown in there somehow. I like the John Brown play too. I just, I, it's a tough injury, man. I just don't see it. You're on the road at Kansas City. It's probably going to be cold and rainy as usual there. Um, I think you play Brown. Um, I, I think Brady's going to want to make a statement against the Browns. Same with Belichick being fired from the Browns as a coach. And I think they end up throttling the Browns pretty rough, roughly. Um, I think that Falcons game is going to actually be closer than we think. Um, um, you're, you're, I don't think your boy is going to be playing. So. Tommy? No, Matt Ryan. I, I, I don't know. I hope he does. I otherwise I'm going to be in a big pickle because I don't have a quarterback up to figure that shit out. Matt Schaub uh, didn't know he was still in the league. Mm. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm going to go Brady on that one. I think that's the smart play because Brady's just God, um, and I think he's. They're just going to pummel him. All right, yeah. moving on. You're going to go. You got something? I was going to say, dump it down to James White. <laughs> All right, man, you're going to be Mike. Uh, don't have a lot of options here with <laughs> Mike. So we look to his defenses. You got Steelers oh. versus Miami or Seattle versus Atlanta. I mean, those are that's a tough call right it's there. A, it's a tough call. It's, 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 it's a really tough call if Matt Ryan doesn't play and it's Matt Schaub. It's an easy call if Matt Ryan plays. You got to go with Pittsburgh at home against the terrible Dolphins offense. Yeah, um, yeah but that, yeah. Unfortunately for Mike, his lineup doesn't look that intimidating. Fortunately, he doesn't have to really make any decisions. I know. That's kind of one of those. <laughs> well, I've made every decision. I don't have to worry about picking wrong here. I think he's got the right team in there right now. Pittsburgh at home. Who knows what the weather's going to be like there? Uh, at least with Seattle, it's in a dome. So, that's tough. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. I think that's an easy decision. All right, you're going to be slip. Difficult call. I got two more for you here. Kenny Stills or Alshon Jeffrey? Kenny Stills all day. Okay. I like that too. I think Alshon's trash ever since he left the Bears. Uh, Or Breida versus – or Lindsey. And I'm Ooh. gonna, I'd go breed on this one. I think I would too. I mean, he's not going to because that, from the fantasy perspective, breed is probably the play just because Indy's got like a stingy run defense on the road, and the Broncos' offense is terrible. Um, Royce he's Freeman, got Lindsey in. I know Royce Freeman is starting to to steal snaps from him, and I don't know, but I I think I would. I think I'm I might be with you. I might would switch out Breida. And put Brita in and, and sit Lindsay. So I don't um, watch. I mean, I watch a little bit of Carolina. How's their defense? I mean, the Panthers' defense. Yeah, it's good. The front I seven, mean, pretty front solid. Seven, yeah, we're yeah we I mean, we lead the league in sacks. Um, and so they're they're yeah the defense is getting better. A little bit um, susceptible to the run. Um, so, but 
I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I mean, he could also sit Sterling Shepard if he doesn't play. So I don't True. know. It's going to be. I don't know. It's it's, a, it's every week. He's got a yeah. tough call every week. Yep. All right, you're Brian Austin Hooper or Hunter Henry. A tight end matchup there. Does he play both or does he sit one of them? Oh man, that's tough. Um, oh man, I, I don't think he can play both just based on who he's got on the squad. So he's got to go either Henry or Hooper. Ah, that's so hard, right there. I. I mm. sounds like that's the reason why he's trying to move him. Trying to move one of them. <laughs> I think if I mean if one. I mean if I don't know if Matt Ryan plays, you got to like Hooper a lot more because he's just getting fed the rock. Um, yeah. Do you, I mean, do you dare sit? I mean, see, I would say maybe. maybe I don't know. So I don't know how you keep Hooper on the bench. The Bears' defense is still good. Yeah, debatable. Um, the only reason that it hasn't performed as well is because the offense puts them back on the field for 24 out of the 30 minutes and a half. Let me ask you this. Does Sony Michelle score a touchdown? Y- yes. So he's going to score this week? Yeah. Okay, so you got to keep him in because if he doesn't score, he's terrible. He's garbage. So I don't know, does does Lashawn McCoy score a touchdown? No. See, there you go. Maybe move Sony Michelle into the running back spot, sit Lashawn McCoy, and and flex the second tight end. Boom, solved it for you, Brian. Boom, there you go. All right, your Pittman, Philip Rivers or Minshew. That's easy for me. Yeah, it's probably going to be Minshew. See, I'm going opposite. I'm going Phillip Rivers there. So, I mean, he – Rivers on the road. Chicago, I don't know. That's kind of tough. I mean, Bridgewater threw for over 300 yards against the Bears. I'm telling you. You just said they were good. They are good against tight ends. Here's, that's, the, here, that's the only thing they're good at. Josh Jacobs what, ran all over him. Teddy Bridgewater threw all over him. I'll tell we you can, what. <laughs> we can stop the tight end, though. I could tell you what's going to happen here. Phillip Rivers is going to – I mean, the Bears are going to end up winning this game. But it's it's going to be like a 21-17 to 17 game. But Phillips is going to get a bunch of, like, garbage yards in the last, like, fourth quarter because – the Bears are just going to play off, and so he's going to get his his touchdowns. Are um, they going to go to Keenan Allen? Sure. Okay. Yes. I'll take it then. Yeah. Play Phillip Rivers. Play him. All right, or, last or, one. Or, Here we or, go. Or, or, Garner, or Garner Mitchell. He's kind of good, too. He's okay. He's got a mustache. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Kamish, Johnny. Uh, this was a tough one for me to kind of figure out. Uh, but you, he's got uh, Jarvis Landry on the bench going against New England's defense. I totally understand that. Um, tough defense there. Or Emmanuel Sanders, who he's got starting at a brand-new team in San Francisco. Or, excuse me, he's going to be at Carolina. Uh, no, it's, a, it's in San Fran. 
It's in San Francisco. It's in San Francisco. Yeah, that's right. There's so a new, new squad against Carolina. I'm not sure on Carolina's secondary. You'll have to fill me in on that. But it is a new squad. And at least you got Jarvis Landry sitting in the slot. Now, I know that New England's defense is formidable, obviously. But I, I go Landry here over Sanders because Sanders' only route is a go route. But, shit, he could score. If he gets 60 yards and a touchdown, that's, I think, a win, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, for sure. If anybody gets a touchdown, that's a win. If I'm John, I'm sitting Emmanuel Sanders. I'm sitting Marquez Valdez-Scantling and replacing them with Tyrell Williams and Jarvis Landry, and I'm sitting Jordan Howard, and I'm doubling down on the Packers run game and putting in Jamal Williams. The ball's on you to actually do that. Figure it out, John. You're going to win anyways. You should just drop the fake golden tape. Dalvin Cook's dropping 38. 38 tomorrow? Watch. You want to put a wager on that? No. What are my my odds? (laughs) 15 to 1 says he scores 38. 15 to 1? 100 to 5 says he scores 38. I'll take that. All right. I'll take that. 100 to 5 says he scores 38. I'm going to be pissed if he scores 36. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's a pretty epic bet right there. My heart just started pounding a little bit. <laughs> All righty. That'll do it for You Make the Call Week 8 edition. We'll see you next week there. Are you the commissioner of your league and just not winning? I'm here to change that. I won't lie. I'm not qualified with draft strategy. And although some would argue otherwise, I can't see the future in regards to injuries. (laughs) But I am able to help fellow commissioners unlock loopholes that benefits us and not our opponents. For a small one-time fee of $49, that's $49, You'll have access to my tips on taking advantage of the advantages of being your league commissioner and not finishing last place with a 4-9 record. Subscribe today at www.jvthecommish.com. Time to turn that season around without your fellow GMs ever knowing how you did it. Here we go. All right, welcome in to the week eight matchups. We're going to go through each of the GM's matchups here, give you who we think is going to win. Just as a recap, I did put in Brooks's picks to your picks. I just added them in there. I figured you wouldn't care. So Slip went. Two and three last week, as did I in week seven. So your year-to-date total is 22 and 13. I'm currently sitting at a 16 and 19, which is under 500, which has pretty much been the story of my fantasy life. So here we go. Uh, All right. 
Matchup number one, we got Connor Air three and four versus the Truth Earth seven and zero. Connor Air sitting at a one nineteen point seven four projections versus a one hundred four point three two. Truth Earth's favored by sixty five percent. Jared, who you got? Uh, Chaz versus Brad sounds like a couple co-presidents of a fraternity at ECU that are friends, but secretly have fantasies for each other. <laughs> um, Chaz is sitting the Pats D, which I think is the right thing to do in playing the Vikings at home against the Redskins. Uh, the Vikings are going to score at least 18 fantasy points. Um, he's got some other tough matchups and I think Brad gets the win actually. Um, wow! Here, here. This is another underlying plus of divisions, though, right? So, this is the cross division matchup to where I'm pulling for Chaz, Chaz yeah. to beat Brad, whereas you're probably going to be pulling for Brad to beat Chaz. It's a beautiful thing. I I do want him to beat Chaz. I, however, I don't think it's going to happen. You got Thielen out. Connor has not been playing that well. Although he is going to go against uh, the Miami defense, which is just garbage. But um, so we'll see. He does have Jay Ajayi in a squad, though. You never know. That, wild I think card that might pay off later on in the season. <laughs> He's the wild card. <laughs> But uh, I, I just don't – I think there's just too much firepower on Chaz. I do disagree with Chaz. I, I would still stick with the, the, the team that got you to where you're at with New England's defense. I think Chaz is going to take this one home. Um, so, yeah, I got Chaz on. Who would you go with? Uh, actually, I'm, I think Brad's Brad? going to win. Yeah. All right, so we're split on that one. We'll see what happens there. All righty, moving on to matchup number two. We got no rushing collusion, a two and five record versus turn your head and golf and slips team, two and five in record as well. Uh, Pittman, a 110.15 projection versus a 129.77. Favorite goes to slip at 65%. Who you got, Jared? Uh, so this is the bo- battle of the bottom in the West Division. Um, if Pittman loses, it's going to be really tough sledding to get back in the hunt, I would imagine. Um, but if, if Brooks loses, he's still in the points hunt, so it's it's still kind of anything's going up. Um, I think it's great matchups for Brooks this week, um, especially if he puts in steals, which I think he does because Brooks is he's just he always just wants to put in the highest projection to be intimidated, and then he changed lineups on Sunday morning. So I think Brooks wins. <laughs> All right, I'm going against the grain there. I'm actually going to take Pittman. I do think this trade works out well for him, and I think Lockett gets into the end zone twice against Atlanta, and that's going to be the kicker for him. I think that's going to put him over the edge, Uh, and I do think uh, it's going to be a low-scoring matchup. I don't think either team breaks 120 points, Um, but I'm going to take Pittman in this one. Okay. All righty, so let's move on to matchup number three. We got points versus win. Mike's another two and five record versus the opposite. Sherlock Mahomes, a five and two record in Brian. Mike's uh, projection, 105.30, as I saw it, versus a 117.30, a 61% favorite going to Brian. Who you got there? Um, I think I think this is going to be the lowest scoring matchup of the week. Um, I, think, I mean, Mike's without Zeke and Amari. Um, and so Brian's catching them with that. So it, I think this is a must win for Brian. 
Um, it's just looking at it on paper, just like Mike just might be too undermanned to be able to compete. And I think Brian's going to get the win. I agree with you there. I don't, it's prime time. Cousins is playing on Thursday night. I don't agree with that. Uh, he's got Austin Hooper sitting sidelined. I don't agree with that as well. And I think Brian actually wins this one. I don't think it's going to be low scoring at all. I mean, if anyone's going to be low scoring, it might be, um, actually, as I'm looking at this, I'm actually I'm going to take Mike uh, 136 to Brian's 100. I think Mike takes this one. As I'm looking at it, I just feel a little bit. I don't think you're looking at something. Deshaun Watson, Allen Robinson, Cortland Sutton, now number one mm. receiver. Mixon has a bounce back game against the Rams. Shitty defense. I don't agree with Jimmy Graham because I had him on my team earlier. McLaurin's going to score. Yeah, I feel confident about that. I'm going to take him. <laughs> I'm going to go with Mike knocking off the, the top top guy in the East there. Um, you're going to stick with Brian, eh? Yeah. All righty, getting down to the final two here. We have a new name. I couldn't stay with the new name, so I had to transition to one. And I'm kind, I got a, I got a, a bunch of different names that I'm working with. I have six other ones here. Uh, this is one that I put on. So Hanging with Mr. Cooper, a great sitcom from back in the 1990s. Uh, four and three record versus watch what you say, Quan. Another four and three. Uh, one thirteen point one four as it stands for me, and a one twenty eight point seven zero. He's got me by sixty nine percent favorites. Who you got, Rusty or Joe? I think this is going to be the matchup of the week. Um, both of you sitting at four and three and top for second place in your division. Winner gets the upper hand and controlling their own destiny. You snuck out a victory in week one. With that said, I don't think you got a shot. Ouch. I do think you will score more than 58, but <laughs> I, think, I think Rusty's going to win. I think I score more than 58 as well. Uh, I think the wild card here is going to be the quarterback and whatever Matt Ryan does. If, um, if Matt Ryan scores you know, 20, I think I win. If he ends up playing if he doesn't end up playing i think it's gonna really end up on the back of my quarterback that i pick up and if he can score 20 i think i'm gonna win uh cooper cup's gonna come back on godwin's gonna come back on johnson's kind of the wild card i don't know i the more that i'm looking down the squad here i kind of get disappointed and upset at, at, at my team here but um yeah you never know we'll, we'll, we'll montgomery's got to score right He's got to score more than one time in a single season. I think this might be his, his I mean, week I, to score. I mean, I keep saying that about Tyler Boyd and other people on my team. Yeah. I mean, James White, they got to score at some point. Right? I just I, – I have some good confidence. The thing that I'm a little bit, you know, worried about is he's got Diggs is going to be his primary target tomorrow night. Saquon – you know, going against Detroit. I'm not worried about Devontae Adams. Yeah, I'm going to take this one. I think I got this one in the books, man. I'm going to take it. So we're split on that one as well. You go with Rusty. I'll take myself. Hopefully I come out five and three. 
And as I stated on this podcast three weeks ago before your departure, once I get to five wins, I'm going to be absolutely annihilated on the podcast. (laughs) So I'm going to keep going with me until I get five wins. All right, going to the final matchup here. We have the Horseshoe Collector at three and four. Battle of the three and fours versus Miles of Chubb yourself at three and four. A 121.59. Versus a 119.31. Right now, Johnny's got you at a 52% favorite. Who you got? Oh, man. I think these are just incredible matchups for Dalvin Cook and Aaron Jones. Um, And John and I were discussing yesterday a potential um, trade with uh, with, uh, Tevin Coleman, but we just couldn't quite make it work. Um, And because of that, I think uh, Coleman's going to go off this week. Um, so I think John's going to win 144 to 108. So did John ask for your best player? No, it was, it was, it was pretty close. Um, he, it was, it was, it was close. It was just, I felt like I was the players and the conversation. Mine were a little bit better than Coleman. Um, but then my other players were not as good as Coleman. So yeah. it just, we just couldn't quite make it work. Uh, I think your wild card here is going to be your quarterbacks. Um, this is a big game Sunday night, Rodgers versus Mahomes. If Mahomes ends up playing, I don't know if he will. Um, but that Kansas City defense is not very good. So if Rodgers can put something together with Valdez Scanling, Aaron Jones, um, We'll see, but I'm actually going to stick with you on this one. I think your acquisition wow. of Waller is is a solid acquisition. I, I wish I would have outbid Rusty for him weeks ago, and I'm really upset that I didn't. But I do think that um, he ends up putting you over the top this week. I think in this league, if you can get a solid production from your tight end, it just puts you in so much better position. And uh, I think I'm going to stick with you on this one, so. Okay. Did you end up taking okay. yourself or no? No, I'm taking John. I think Dalvin Cook's going to go nuts tomorrow. That's <laughs> going to be too much. Yeah. All right. Well, you're taking Johnny. I'm going to take yourself, Jared. We're split on pretty much. We're split on everything. So we'll see who's the better guesser of the group. Um, but for all of us here at the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, Jared, I want to say thank you for coming back. We missed you, buddy. Felt good. Um, Felt good to be back. I think we had a solid little podcast there. I want to reach out to uh, Brian again and say thank you very much for coming on the podcast, letting us interview there. The um, big guy. The big guy. Pew, 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 pew. Hope you all enjoyed it. Jared. Dodge injuries and guess right. We'll see you. Later. Thank you for listening to the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. Just a reminder, if you'd like to get in touch with us, there's a way to do that. Please go to the website, anchor.fm, or even easier, download the Anchor app and search Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. There, what you can do is leave us a voice message. If we like what we hear, we will play it on next week's pod. Also, in terms of distribution... 
We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Podcast, and Radio Public. We are here to meet all of your platforms and wherever you listen to your podcast. But if you want the exclusive recording, please listen to your podcast on the Anchor app. For all of us here at the Hot Rots and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, Dodge Injuries, and Guess Right.